0: Hello, and welcome. My name is Justin, and his name... Is Matthew. Yes, it is. And this is Out of the Woods, a Yellow Jackets podcast. Uh, Focusing, as the title might imply, upon Showtime's Yellow Jackets. Just warning you at the outset, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, although we are only discussing one episode in depth today. Plot elements from the entire season are fair game, so... Be warned. Uh, yeah. So, uh... Matthew, how are you feeling today? Fantastic. How are you, good man? I'm great. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm hoping that we do, in fact, make more episodes of this podcast, because there's nothing sadder than an orphaned podcast. When you're looking for something and you just see the middle of the Internet a podcast that nobody's updated, like, they've made like two episodes, it's like, oh, it's so sad. It's the equivalent of baby shoes never worn. Exactly, exactly, in, in audio form. And that's, that's quite messed up. So yeah, you, person listening to this now, will know whether that is the case or not. You know something we don't. And that's amazing. So, uh, yeah, I promised to talk a little bit about uh, my history with this show. I uh, first heard about it on a Vox.com article, which probably gives you a pretty good idea of my political beliefs and general station in life. I was trying to make this podcast as apolitical as possible, but I've sort of ruined that right out of the gate. Um, And yeah, it just seemed like a really interesting show. And then I watched the first episode as it came out, was immediately hooked. This is the first time in a long while that I've been this interested in something as it was coming out. And, you know, I think that, as Nicolas Cage says in the movie Pig, we don't get a lot of things in this world to really care about. And this show is something that I really care about and think is really good. And then I bullied you into watching it.
1: Yep, yep. Just as a side okay. note, I, yeah, got bullied into watching it yes. by him. Yes. And, yeah, I watched it all in one sitting and forgot most of it, so it should be interesting. Which is
0: good, because I most things will be a surprise to you yeah so yeah yeah um today today we are probably enough discussing episode one simply titled pilot directed by karen kusama written by ashley lyle and bart nickerson matthew what do you think of the episode i thought it was good
1: i think the acting's good yep a lot of interesting plot lines absolutely a lot of teasers for stuff that'll come out
0: loads like, of teasers so we're
1: looking forward to the second season the
0: show is positively a coquettish slatin with how much it's teasing i have to say Rating-wise, I would give this episode a 9 out of 10 for reasons we'll get into. I think it's just a phenomenal pilot. It just sets up the characters so well in a relatively limited space of time. It does the dual timelines thing so well. It is occasionally confusing, Mm. we'll get to. I love the decision, and we'll talk about this, to start with the most fucked up thing they ever do. I mean, I say that, maybe it isn't actually the most fucked up thing they ever do.
1: Pretty sure it's a well-established fact that you know to make a great story, you start off there, then you go back exactly. And backstory, Exa-
0: exactly. You you start the exciting. It's like in a video game where you have all of your cool powers and stuff at the start, and you lose them, you have to slowly get them back. Yeah,
1: and you're initially really bummed out, but then once you're a few hours in, you're like, "This is good, actually."
0: Exactly, exactly. So, without further ado, let us get started on the episode. So we open in a snowy landscape with blackened, barren trees. And a young woman is running across it making tired and pained and terrified noises while pursued by an ambiguous group of humans making simulated animal noises. And these animal noises are freaking terrifying. It's like Well, it's it's sort of not like I did just now. It's actually you good.
1: like the movie no, Evolution.
0: No, oh, that movie is terrible. Sorry. <laughs> but no, that, that movie is oh. Julianne Moore spent a yeah. I know you hate Julianne Moore, but even. Sorry, Julianne Moore fans, but one half of our podcast does not like Julianne Moore. Hey,
1: I don't hate her. I no. just don't love her. That's
0: fair. That's fair. We don't get a lot of things in this world to really care about. Um, you're already I know. Maybe I'm making it out a this podcast. But yeah, anyway, the simulated animal noises are terrifying. The young woman has dark hair and relatively pale skin. This may be important later. She is bleeding from the foot and clearly in great pain. And she is running from these ambiguous pursuers. And then. She falls through the ground into a spike trap. And there is the- Dead's Deadseas, precisely. And she is pictured there impaled on the spikes. And it is really gruesome. I really appreciate just starting us off with that, seeing this is not your granddaddy's cannibalism show.
1: No, certainly not.
0: We're not going to skimp on the visuals. We're going to get right in there. And there's a shot of her impaled. And like you can see her finger twitching a bit. Oh, it's so messed up. And then, Eagle Eyed viewers will notice that there is a heart shaped necklace around her neck which is also something you'll have to put a pin in i'll be saying that a lot take a shot every time i say put a pin in that
1: yeah we're gonna end up with a voodoo doll full of pins
0: absolutely we will which is very much something that would be in the show and then figure appears over the pit that she has fallen into watching her its face is obscured with a strange mask but we can see that it is it has pink converse sneakers on and is wearing a co-ed naked soccer t-shirt of the kind that were all the rage in the 90s. And also, I should point out that this figure's, you know, ethnicity cannot be made out, but they seem to have a sturdier physique. And that is all I will say. Because then we cut to a craggly, vaguely sopranos-ish voice saying, I'll never forget the day I heard what happened to their plane. I mean, that could have been me out there. Except not really like that at all. But anyway, we see a middle-aged drunken woman being interviewed by a conventionally attractive uh, middle-aged Indian lady. And she is like, so what do you really think happened out there? And it cuts to a middle-aged principal of a school saying, all I know is what happened out there was a tragedy. And then it cuts to her saying, did you know any of those girls particularly well? And it cuts to a chubby bloke in a bar saying, hell yeah! I knew some of those girls pretty well back in the day. Uh, spoiler alert. Yes, yes. Spoiler alert. He didn't. <laughs> and then they also cut to an old lady in the uh, in a retirement home saying, oh, those girls gave a damn about trigonometry. Which is extremely funny. And apologies to any mathematics fans out there. I also didn't give a damn about trigonometry when I was yeah, in school.
1: Point, point out to me someone who did. <laughs> then...
0: Our friend Tom probably quite liked trigonometry. Anyway, anyway. We cut from that. It is clear that the Indian lady, who I feel comfortable revealing at this point is named Jessica Roberts, allegedly, is interviewing all of these people about a terrible event that happened. A team of girls' soccer players that crashed in the woods. And it cuts from said principal saying, you know, uh, some of these students, no big loss, if I'm honest. Which is extremely funny that he's just like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of students at my school could die and I reckon humanity would probably be okay.
1: Can't win them all. <laughs>
0: yeah but he's like no not these ones they were champions which kind of reminds me of miss lee and daria you know their obsession with the football team like if you can squeeze some money out of them it's all g Mm. anyway anyway we cut from that to the titular yellow jackets playing some soccer now again apologies to any viewers who know something about soccer i extremely don't so all i can say is that they are playing soccer good (laughs) <laughs> uh, ty is the first person in shot and there's the character of ali who is a young nebbish girl who is kind of crap at soccer and is not very good at it and like gets the ball taken from her a lot of times uh, we see other characters such as shauna uh lottie the goalie van who spoiler alert is my favorite character and then jackie the captain of this team a pivotal character a character who you described as uh, she looks a bit like a Siamese cat went blonde and pretentious. Which is like one of the best things I've ever heard, and yes, Jackie, the captain of the team, conventionally attractive, pretty girl, heads the ball into the goal. It gets kicked into her head and then it goes into the goal. This is something I can actually talk about, it's something that I actually think is very important because it's a metaphor for her life. Because she didn't really have to work to head the ball into the goal, they all did the rest of the work, it just happens to bounce off her skull into the goal, which is not something, in my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, you can really set up. It just kind of works out that way. She is a recipient of privilege and luck. But she will...
1: To geometry and physics, which, again, is another yes. thing. That we don't know a
0: tremendous amount. Absolutely. Of. If there's one thing this is making me realize already, it is the huge amount of things we don't really know about. If the
1: ball was kicked from a different angle, yes. it might ended up completely different.
0: Precisely my point, my friend. Precisely my point. But yes. So there, we cut away from that to a montage with the Smashing Pumpkins song, Today, which you don't like very much.
1: Yeah, not a massive fan of those guys. <laughs>
0: that's fair. Yeah, if you met Billy Corgan, and he was like, Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins, you'd be like, Matthew backing away slowly.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yes, that is that is what you would be. But anyways, a montage of New Jersey, of the Jersey's Shore. that's a hard one to say, specifically, which just reminds me of the episode of Always Sunny, where they go there and it's populated by a bunch of sociopathic guidos and sex pests. And we see a middle class, wealthy teenage girl's bedroom, there are issues of sassy magazine, some hallmarks of normative femininity, and we can hear rather grotesque sex noises as a conventionally attractive young blonde guy is fingering Jackie. This chap is named Jeff, and he is, to quote a person on Reddit, going at it like he's looking for his car keys.
1: Really, could not expect to find them
0: though. (laughs) He's almost given up hope of actually finding them on my say. Yeah, I'm not an expert on that, but I don't think you're supposed to do it like that. So Jackie is like, oh, we're going to be late, and you know, sort of finds the whole thing kind of tedious. Looking for the cockies, darling. (laughs) It's a lot like that scene in cinemas. Get out! (laughs) Oh, I had them the whole time. They were in your vagina. But no, no, um, he gets them out, uh, which, yeah, he, she pretends to have an orgasm, which again, I don't know how that works, but I'm pretty sure you'd be able to tell she wasn't actually leaving the station, and yeah, so he's like, I fucking love you, Jackie, it's like, she wasn't doing anything, why do you fucking love her? And then he's like, oh, my turn, and just cuts to her brushing her teeth rather vigorously, and I think we can ascertain what went on there. I don't know why I'm being so coy about it, given all the explicit sex we just mentioned, but okay. Again, uh, Liz Fair starts playing the song Supernova, which is a really good song in my opinion. I won't sing any of it because then we'll get copyright struck and also you would hate that. But Jeff sneaks out the window of Jackie's parents' palatial house and a girl is sitting in the car and watching her. This is Shauna. If the show has a main character, I would venture that it is her. And as she is watching Jeff sneak out of this apartment, we hear the lyric, You Walk in Clouds of Glitter. And coquettish okay, spoiler alert, that will be appropriate later. And yeah, there's a scene in the car where Jackie and Shauna are introduced to them. They're dynamic. Jackie is the pretty popular girl. Shauna is more sort of bookish and alty. You know, they, you can tell that they do have a genuine care and affection for each other. But there's also some divisions already visible even then, such as when Jackie pops out the Liz Fair tape and replaces it by Informer by Snow. Which I presume you are not a fan of.
1: Well, I I suppose not, <laughs> not having even heard it. I'm no, going
0: to go out. I promise you, you've heard it. You might not know it by that name. It's one that goes like "informer."
1: Well, I love your impression. <laughs> 10 out of ten.
0: You've definitely heard it. It's one of those ones you've heard. I, I know you well enough, to know that you wouldn't like definitely it.
1: I definitely don't know it, by yeah,
0: and it's Yeah, and it's actually funny. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, were you listening to that? She was like, no, the tape just randomly fell into the tape deck and pressed play by itself.
1: That's like when people get caught being
0: infidelitous. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, I fell into her. It wasn't my fault. Oh, no, I fell into her orifices repeatedly. And then,
1: and then I, I picked myself up. But
0: then, wouldn't you know it, I fell down again right into her. Talking of lying about things... This scene is a lot fun- We're doing full spoilers, so strap in. This scene is a lot funnier when you know that Shauna is fucking Jeff. Yeah. Because Jackie's like, you know, if we're each other's firsts, then we'll, you know, be linked forever. It's like, no, you won't. No. Shauna has, yeah. Shauna is our protagonist, if we have such a thing, but not necessarily a good person. But again- this is a show about cannibals. This is not a show about good people, so get used to that.
1: Yeah, and I feel like people who live in reality know that there's not really such a thing as a good person. Wow. All together. That's, altogether,
0: that's you know? bleak, man, but it's also very accurate and kind of where I'm going with this, so right good job.
1: without sin, throw the first stone.
0: Yeah. God, big big religious theme so far, which is not really what I expected, but that's cool. Really what
1: we were going for on the outset. Laura
0: Lee would like that. Yeah, we'll get to her. Um, yeah, yeah, so they're driving in the car. Two gals being friends, and they see a sign saying, We're proud of our boys, which is the boys' baseball team, a sport I understand even less than soccer. And then Jackie says that they suck. They were under 500 all season. And like, I don't know what that means. Apparently you want to be over 500. Yeah, well... If any of our listeners understand baseball, feel free to write in and explain what the actual fuck that is. But yeah, so she protestantly yells at the sign try undefeated bitches we're going to motherfucking nationals and that's delightful so i would say based on that scene i kind of want to take i kind of want to take your temperature on something based on that scene and on the character of jackie as a whole what do you think about her you know do you like her dislike her
1: well yeah she sounds very outgoing
0: (laughs) you know she is
1: it's good to have enthusiasm
0: well they're about to be very outgoing. Yeah. Several hundred miles outgoing, yeah. in fact.
1: and you're gonna need fucking enthusiasm where you're going. Yes,
0: unfortunately <laughs> her enthusiasm starts to wane in the wilderness, but yeah. But, but basically, Jackie is a character that some people on mm. the fandom really like, and others really dislike. I have to say, I, I think I like her. I don't think that I'm on the hate train of her, but I do also understand why some of her behaviour pisses off those around her. But anyway, anyway, we cut from that, Jackie is yelling that, and Shauna is laughing to a mysterious buzzing noise. And our uncomfortable discussions are not going to end here because we cut to adult Shauna, played by Melanie Linsky, who is using a vibrator on herself <laughs> and I, I don't really know a more elegant way to describe that, and she is giving good vibrator face as it were <laughs> Melanie Linsky obviously Trying
1: to harness those good vibrations <laughs> harness
0: her. her. <laughs> That's probably not even really a thing. Um, But yes, uh, Melanie Alinsky plays Shauna. Adult Shauna is absolutely phenomenal. So we instantly know, we introduce the fact that she survived the crash. Shauna, protagonist, is all good all the way through. Well, all good is a big exaggeration, but she doesn't die. They make it to adulthood. They make it to adulthood. And she is doing this, uh, adult Shauna is doing this in her daughter's bedroom, Mm. which is horrifying.
1: A bit Freudian, isn't it?
0: Very Freudian, particularly you know more to say about that relationship and yeah it's fucked up i don't know if the implication is that she was doing it looking at pictures of her daughter's boyfriend but if so that is really fucked up. Yeah, it's been messed up but the most disturbing thing to me is that in shauna's daughter's bedroom is there a picture of like the uk flag with the caption keep calm and marry harry now this is either about popular no offense, but kind of creepy guy Harry Styles, or popular even more creepy guy in the royal family, Prince Harry, and like, th- is that a thing that teenage girls in 2021 want to do? They what, want to have marry-
1: sex with the royal family.
0: <laughs> yes, but like, is it a thing they want to do so badly that they make posters of it in that outdated "keep calm" format?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've seen so many iterations of that poster. No, I, I have
0: too. But to t- it. me, it's sort of it's sort of a bit old school. It's a bit to use a term it's, it's the sort of thing that like a teenage girl in 2012 who uses tumblr a lot would use
1: well tell that to the people in china that keep printing it on shit
0: i will i will march over there and tell them <laughs> that the things that you're manufacturing for pennies on the dollar to feed your starving children are very passe
1: yeah well i'm sure that will not fall on deaf ears at all it
0: might literally fall on deaf ears when you think about the conditions in those factories yeah, poor the bastards. language barrier. Well, oh, yeah. And that, as well. But yes, uh, we go away from that. Uh, she finishes uh, vibrating herself. She is doing some laundry, and then she is out there tending the garden. We get a big sense of Shawna as a sort of housewife who just does house th- housewife things all day, which is fine. And then the apple mentioned, Jessica Roberts walks over to her and says, uh, Aphids? Referring to the holes in her plants. And Shauna replies, Rabbits. She's like, oh, poor little guys. Just trying to survive, I guess. And that is a line you have to underline, just trying to survive, I guess
1: I feel like they should have added a third line, like at least you can spray for aphids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can shovel for rabbits, though, yeah, and as you we like to see, shoot them
1: in the face, but you know
0: so then you, you extremely off. can, but uh yeah, um, so. She's like, oh, I'm a reporter with the Star Legend. And Sean is like, fuck off, Jessica. I'm not interested. But <laughs> she's like, come on, I just want five minutes of your time. So she comes inside, and Sean is putting away groceries. And she's like, I know what you want to hear, but the truth is, the plane crashed, a bunch of my friends died, and the rest of us starved and scavenged and prayed for 19 months until they finally found us, which we already know is bullshit, because we've seen Pit Girl getting ritualistically murdered. And Jessica quite correctly says, I think there's a bit more to it than that. And we see an issue of Well, actually, I want to take your temperature on something. The, the magazine U is it Us Weekly or US Weekly?
1: I think it's Us
0: Weekly. Oh, I think they're too, but like, have you ever seen one of them
1: here? Is, I that... Mean, is that really a definitive point
0: i would have to say that is in fact a definitive point because if they still called it that then they wouldn't call it us weekly if it was here I'm
1: sure i've seen us weekly okay
0: well then that's it i
1: mean i, I don't scan the magazine section yeah. every time i go to the fucking shops man no I'm...
0: neither do i because they're they're terrifying and like promote incredibly bizarre facts about femininity like
1: i feel like who the fuck even buys magazines nowadays
0: apparently some people must because they still exist but you know
1: still print the fuckers
0: indeed but yeah um that kind of reminds me of um the comedian Kay Kurd has a joke about the official isis magazine it's like what is it is a version of hello magazine but it's called goodbye (laughs) 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 yeah it's good this this podcast would be really good if we just steal other people's jokes (laughs) you know yeah
1: Surely it wouldn't be the first one.
0: It extraordinarily would not be the first one. Yeah. And this is funny, is that Jessica is like, you know, this book deal could be worth a lot of money. And she points out her house, is like, you're an elite athlete. Is this really how you wanted your life to turn out? It's like, her house is fine. She has a nice house in the suburbs. Like, she's doing fine, you know? What is she talking about?
1: Yeah, well, some people just don't know what they got till it's gone.
0: (laughs) Quite. And I suspect that by the end of this series, much of it will be gone. Anyway, and Shauna is like I I don't give a shit what you meant, you condescending little bitch and tells her to fuck off, which is good. So then, we cut to another character. A middle-aged lady uh, in a beautiful seaside area facing a, a vista of the ocean and she is played by Juliette Lewis. This is Natalie. Another one of our characters. And it cuts away from that immediately, slightly confusingly to another scene of cannibalism from the past. One of the of three masked individuals uh, stringing up the pit girl, now deceased from a tree, to uh, bleed her out, as it were, which is quite horrifying. And I, uh the one in the beaver mask, or like bear, I don't know, one of those, freaks me out, which we later learn is, is a character. But yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, surely it's a character. Well, yes,
0: yes, but we don't know, as of the end of this episode, at least, who the other identities of people mm-hmm. masks are, that we do know no, that we... one. One, we only right. know one, yeah, and well well remember when we get to that, and that is actually what I mentioned before a thing about that that I like is that other shows would play the very existence of cannibalism as a mystery, but this one isn't interested in that. they just want to be like, we're going to show you that at the outset and then show you how they got there, which to me is more interesting than like the forced mystery of much of yeah uh, prestige television, so then we cock from... it's
1: more about the anticipation
0: exactly, as the rocky Horror would say, I should make you shiver yeah, with
1: anticipation. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't think that's what I was trying to reference, but it's good too.
1: I mean, that's...
0: Okay. Anyway. uh, We cut to a group meeting, because it immediately becomes apparent that this is some kind of rehab clinic, and a a really delightful minor character called Wendy is talking about some lady pushing in front of her in the Jamba Juice line, and, you know, is like, what happened? Everybody's just getting in line where they want? It's chaos, I tell you! And it reminded me of the bit in the movie Smart where the lady is like, I was banned from jumba Juice. Not from a specific jumba Juice, from all of the jumba Juices. That had to go through corporate. <laughs> and I, I imagine that Wendy is in a similar... Phase. So yeah, Nat's called... Instead of some form of
1: celebrity, like, you know, you go into a jumba Juice, people will recognize you from... <laughs> yes,
0: the- <or laughs> rather like, to make an that only we will get, stole a large dong, man. I think he's burned from every sex shop. Um... Yeah, Nat talks about having to keep the tiger in the cage and says, when they rescued us, I lost my purpose. And I used to think that, you know, all the drinking, the drugs and sex is because of what I saw out there, what I did, you know? And then a girl says, oh my God, what did you do? You literally never told us.
1: Don't you think that we're not telling you for a fucking-
0: (laughs) Exactly, Ariana. Have you never heard of sustained narrative payoff? (laughs)
1: Maybe you watch
0: season two, you'll get your question answered. Jeez. God, I I am so...
1: Millennials just want everything now.
0: (laughs) I think Wendy, the character, was like this close to saying something like that to her. Anyway, we cut to 1996, Natalie. Uh, Before school, she is... Great decade. Great, great decade uh, that we were alive for only half of. Yeah. But it was a very pleasant half. We
1: were
0: uh, one when that happened. We were we were one when this, uh, you know, crash happened. And for some of you, that may make you feel old. Some of you may make you feel young, you know? Anyway, she's hanging out with two of her friends. Uh, Kevin Tan, who was wearing a shirt with the cover of Marilyn Manson's Portrait of an American Family, which is badass and was a great album. That's the one that had, you know, Misery Machine, Cyclops, My Monkey. Natalie is adorable. It's just a note I have here. She is really cute and sweet. Well, sweet is the wrong word, but like... A scampish wee lass. I'm just like, oh, horrible stuff is coquettish about...
1: Coquettish
0: even? Oh, coquettish. I'd say Jackie is more coquettish. But good, good word regardless. And anyway, I'm just like, oh, no, nah, I know really horrible stuff is about to happen to you. I just want to protect you. But of course I cannot because she is a fictional character. And then oh, the other chubby guy, the third character with them is simply credited as smart ass. And you know, good for him. I hope that if he ever appears again, he does in fact get a name, but I it might be his funny. His
1: self-esteem didn't get crushed. by
0: it. I think he's the sort of fella who identifies as a smart ass. But anyway, they're all having fun and games and drinking alcohol on a street corner, and then suddenly some a carload of horrid Guidos appeared. These really horrible, greasy Italian guys. I'm Italian. I can say that. You know, this sort of like the leather jacket and the slick back hair, those type of guys. Absolutely,
1: no, the type. No,
0: no, yeah. And no, rooms it, it,
1: with uh. Someone Finkler.
0: <laughs> yes. Henry Finkler? Yes, they're like evil Henry Winkler. <laughs> and um, I'm not even 100% certain that is what he is called, but we're just going to go with it.
1: Henry Winkler, of course it is. Uh,
0: sure. Does he? It's a
1: bit of a silly name, though. Sorry, Henry. You're a lovely guy. You
0: are a lovely guy. Very talented fellow. Um, he's great in Rest of Development. Maybe i think we in do Rest of Development, podcast. one thing at a time. Anyway, the horrid Guido's cat call her and say, Hey, Burnout, show us your tits. And she doesn't seem to like that very much.
1: Does that catcalling thing ever remotely even a little bit work?
0: See, that's the thing. I don't think it's actually meant to work. I think it's something creepy guys do to just like get off on the fact that they're being gross. I I don't think that. I don't think that they're thinking. Yeah, she'll definitely come and. It's
1: more a thing people do to get approval from their friend group, or yeah, something.
0: yeah, basically, yeah. It's it's it's, it's not a stupid either it, way. Like, it is extremely stupid.
1: Any of anyone who's listening that does that, please stop. Yeah, anyone just likes it. Just stop yelling shit
0: out of. Out, Try
1: and uh, relate to your friends. Exactly. Instead, you know, have yeah. a conversation about
0: Precisely. Precisely. Maybe. Yeah. You Stop yelling it. shit at people out of cars.
1: You know, you might end up with a face full of mace. So yes, nobody course. wants that.
0: Or or some oh, okay. This is listeners, you won't really get this, but remember the time when I had to use uh supermarket brushes instead of socks with thongs? No. Oh, oh, I so, Well, you know, I'm just gonna tease at that. Maybe we'll reveal more about that later. But anyway, we did that. And, uh, and and some guy yelled at the car at me. He was like, uh, Put on some socks. This is Australia. I'm like, oh, my, I wasn't aware there was a sock-wearing part of the citizenship test, but okay. Well, they... Believe me, if I... Anyway, we've gotten so off topic. That, say, show us your tits, and smart ass says, Well, sure, if you really want to see him, And exposes his moob region. And I, I just... This is the thing that like only I find funny. The horrible Guido guys and go like, <laughs> no, it's, it's like it's just just small. That little... is definitely not the reaction. Yeah, that is that's, that's not what we like. That's... He he's reacting I as didn't if didn't even expect to get the no, the thing I wanted exactly. But like he's reacting as if he thinks he's genuinely confused. Like no, we meant her. Yeah. What are you doing? Ew. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, like you weren't
1: specific enough. To
0: exactly. Happen. And then they drive away, and that would be that. But then natalie you know because she's a badass chick throws the bottle of alcohol and it smashes over their car and then smart ass is like what the fuck natalie that guy's gonna kick our ass not yours and she says only if they catch us and yeah and then they run away and it's like she's cool then we cut to the song shoop yeah what uh, what strong feelings do you have on the song shoop
1: oh only mostly negative ones
0: yeah kind of me too it's not it's not my genre it was also in the show Made. I don't know if you've seen that.
1: Yeah, no. And, it's quite and good. No offence to anyone who likes that. No, 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 offense, like no offence. No offence.
0: It's a free country, really unless intense. you're listening from, like, North Korea, in which case it definitely isn't a free country. Yeah,
1: and sorry about that.
0: Yes, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I condolences. Yes, glory to the resistance. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're playing the song Shoop, and all of the girls have some kind of, like, dance routine of the song Shoop, and they're having a lot of fun. Um like... This has to be a thing they pre-choreographed, right? They're not just freestyle and shoop. So we're introduced to the soccer team. We're introduced to the other characters we haven't seen yet. And um, Jackie, uh, the captain, is painting a bee on the face of the character of Ali, who is noticeably and behaviorally younger than the rest of them. And so she, Allie seems quite upset. And Jackie is like, thinks that she's anxious because of the, quote-unquote, pep rally. But she's not. She's anxious because she doesn't get to go to the, like, end-of-year formal, which is an early instance of Jackie completely misreading the room. The show is so well-written that, like, even from the outset, they're showing us that she's not actually that good a leader. I mean, nobody's perfect. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, So, yeah, the character of Van, the redhead girl, uh, the goalkeeper comes over to finish painting that bee on her because the coach wants to talk to Jackie. And uh, Van is my favourite character, I love her. And then she's like i'm the only freshman you got asked my dress was gonna be amazing and he's like well you know you can just you can wear it next to you he's like you don't get it van because nobody asked you he's like wow that is such a twatish thing to say
1: plus people these days you know you wear something twice you yeah know, that's no. not on,
0: or rather those days yeah well whichever but days. also i still think that was very much happening in those days and, and yeah, it's particularly hurtful for Van to hear based on some things that we're going to be getting into later. I, I don't know why I strategically choose to spoil things and not other things, but you know what? This is my podcast. You were just listening to it, so I'm afraid you're just going to have to deal with it, listener. No, that, That's overly hostile. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, Ali leaves, and then uh, Lottie and Ty come in, uh, and they talk about Ali being a twat. They're like, Jesus. And then Lottie says, does somebody want to tell Kelly Kapowski, put a pin in that. To worry less about prom and more about not fucking up at nationals. Now, were you confused by the fact that she refers to as Kelly Kapowski?
1: I suppose a little bit.
0: That's <laughs> what so I love about you, Matthew. You're so unfazed by things. But yeah, no, that's the. As I discovered after several minutes of completely nonplussed googling, that is the name of a character on the show Saved by the Bell.
1: Oh, a show I've never—it's—it's a it's sort of, episode of. Me neither, but it's
0: the sort of thing I'd expect you to have seen. Like you're watching Freaks and Geeks, weren't you the other day? Yeah, but that's a good show. I'm—I'm I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying it's in the same like stable as uh, Saved by the Bell, isn't
1: it? I mean, I wouldn't know. I've never
0: <laughs> quite, seen quite. It. Okay, okay. I thought maybe you kind of knew that show, but no. We're but moving now. on. We move on to another scene. Of uh, Coach Martinez, the coach of the team, talking with Jackie in his office, he's like, you know why I made you team captain?" He doesn't actually sound like that. We'll just go with it. And she's like, uh, "No." And he's like, "No, it's not because you're the best player. You know, Sean is faster. Lottie's got better foot." I, lo- I love, I love that. Like, he's just—it seems like he just called her into the office to like tell her that she's not that good. <laughs> Which is extremely funny.
1: Yeah, you might have thought this was a morale boosting meeting. <laughs> nah,
0: it's time for your daily morale drain. <laughs> keeps you human. You stand over there and I yell insulting statements at you. Out of humility, will do you good. Again, those of you who haven't seen the show, why the hell are you listening to this? That's, that's overly hostile, I'm sorry. but yeah, if you haven't seen the show, he doesn't Stop talk. being
1: overly hostile, yeah, you Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> Fair. Um, he doesn't sound like that, but it's just funny. It's not gonna matter because, spoiler alert, he's not gonna play a big part in events coming forward. And anyway, Coach says that the reason he made Jackie the captain is because she has Influence and says, when things get rough out there, those girls will be looking for someone to guide them. Which ooh, when things get rough out there, they will indeed be looking for someone to guide them. But Jackie will not be the person they choose. Anyway, we cut to the titular pep rally, and like, this is like an assembly pep rally. Uh, the the you know aforementioned rather. Anyway, this is like an assembly on steroids. Like you know when we were in school and they would go to the parade and there would be like you know, clap. And you would clap, and the principal would be like, "I think we can do a bit better than that." I'd be like, "Fuck off! No, we can't."
1: Yeah, it's like you got us all sitting on exactly, the floor, exactly, uncomfortable, and exactly, uncomfortable. Exactly, wait to get out. We're uncomfortable and in... fucking say your shit and let us go.
0: Precisely, we're uncomfortable in a literal and metaphoric sense. But this is like a version that everybody's really jazzed, where the guy introduces the aforementioned boys' baseball team who suck and nobody gives a shit, and then the yellow jackets all run out, you know, stridently and sexily, and the song "Good Vibrations" is playing. The crowd are loving it. Um, not to engage in national stereotypes but like americans go mad for like cheering and whooping you know they do they do i think they are more into that than most other nations
1: yeah they're just like oh patriotism i'm yeah something about the stuff we're supposed to be all good with exactly uh-huh. it just
0: reminds me of that bit of legend of Korra where bolin is like you know i can figure out that i can get people to cheer at me really easily if i just mention the fans—it's
1: like there's a lot of nuance going.
0: There is a lot of know, nuance,
1: like you know, no country is 100% good or 100% evil. You quite, know, you've got to kind quite can choose the ideals you go with.
0: But let's uh, steer away from these waters and say that uh there is a character who is a, in my opinion, very cute but like done up to look sort of nerdy and awkward, uh curly-haired, glasses-wearing girl who's named Misty, who is. Really getting into it, and is going buzz, 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 and the assistant coach Ben is looking over at her. He's probably thinking, "Oh, I don't have to hang out with her in future." <laughs> it's a good thing this is the last time I'll ever see her for
1: a while. I can empathise with that emotion.
0: Yes, yes. Hopefully, you cannot emphasize with the result of it. But anyway, we cut away from the so they're great. The main message is these chicks are great at soccer. Old school loves them. Everything's great for now. Uh, cuts into the future again. Uh, adult Shauna uh is ironing, is watching uh, some sort of game show where the chick is asked a question and respond with answers Paradise Lost but she responds the Great Gatsby and then Shauna says in an amazing line read from Melanguinsky, Oh Linda, you dumb bitch And that is interrupted by a political ad. Pretty
1: overly critical. I mean, you know, you don't under- understand it, an obscure literary reference. It's just like you know, people who I'd expect you to get. but yeah. I wouldn't come right out and say, "Oh my God, you're such a stupid." Yeah, guy.
0: you know, people people who know a lot about some specific area often think that people are stupid when they don't know about that specific Tell them area. Tell me you
1: don't know every phrase from every Shakespeare play.
0: <laughs> like, oh, what a moron! You you just sound like pretentious people on that's Twitter. <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway, interrupted by a political ad saying, I'm Taysa Turner, and I want to lead us out of the wilderness into a new era of prosperity. And so they do that. And I love I love how by the way, this is the theme for more of the show, but like I love how vague Ty is as a political candidate. Like what does she actually stand for? You know, it's she, she's like, you know, you know, you know Taxi Driver, the presidential candidate that he doesn't assassinate, is just talking about complete fluff, like, the current path has led us into ruin and economic devastation, and I will lead us out of that. It's like...
1: Yeah, it's like, sure you will, buddy.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's a real sure you will, buddy. But I don't know how much of that is trying to comment on Ty herself, and is more about her... Uh,
1: Political candidates. Yes, the yes,
0: the fact that this show is not about that, so they don't want to get bogged down in it. They want to have, like, half of this episode is about her position on zoning reform. Yeah, I mean, I would like that, but it's nobody like, else not would. Not
1: necessarily relevant. It's, it's just extremely like not relevant. Political, and
0: they cut to her with her very beautiful and significantly younger wife, Simone. Classic politician thing, and their son Sammy, who is creepy as fuck.
1: They do have a very sort of idyllic sort of they
0: do yes household and relationship, no absolutely abso- well it appears that see that's oh, the absolutely, thing
1: absolutely on the outset yeah
0: yeah that's the thing and that's all the
1: thing with any political relationship you know, absolutely have it all look good no on see
0: paper. see that's the thing that's the thing it's it's like a. Uh, Simone really loves and cares about Ty, but Ty likes, we're kind of jumping ahead here, but like, Ty likes her, but is not necessarily like head over heels with her. We introduce to Ty, her family, the, she is the chick from the soccer team, we are, she is the third survivor that we have seen confirmed. And, spoiler alert, I fucking love Ty, she's one of my favourite characters, you know, some people don't, that's fine, but I'm just sticking out my position you know i think ty is awesome
1: definitely interesting
0: but, uh, every, everyone's interesting That's what i like about it whether you like or dislike someone they're all interesting but anyway anyway um the photographer is being annoying getting the pose for the photo and he's like you know uh we want we want kennedy's and simone says i'm about to drive this boy off a bridge so i must be doing something right <laughs> It was extremely funny it immediately made me love simone and they you know ty you know makes her laugh and they get a cute photo and it was nice and uh the annoying photographer compares uh to the queer Kamala, which from what I hear is not a good thing to be. <laughs> like Kamala Harris is yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's she's been known as a sort of I mean, I don't wanna get political, but like from what I hear Yeah, from what I hear she's not a particularly effective vice president. I don't know, if if you believe she is, change my mind, audience. Right
1: comments, guys. Right in the
0: comments. Prove me wrong, children. Prove me wrong.
1: Let's find out. <laughs>
0: this is another funny thing you said where Ty says, where someone's like, you okay? She's like, I'm fine. You were like, tell it to your fucking face. Because <laughs> she's clearly not fine. It's alert. Nobody in the show is fine. And then the guy makes reference to those nasty rumors about you. And he's like, uh, and she's like, thank you, but I just want to focus on our collective future, not my past. And I was like, good soundbite. Anyway, Anyway, we cut from that to past Ty, talking with past that and past Lottie. Well, so far the only Lottie we see, and they're talking about Allie. and Ty is like, "She sucks. We have to just not give her the ball or freeze her out," as they would put it. And Natalie is opposed to this, and like, I love Natalie, but her defensive tie is kind of weak. It's like, you know, she's just a freshman. It's like, yeah, she's just a freshman, but like, she's still gonna fuck it up, you know? And then, but Natalie's like, "We gotta play like a team and win," which for things that happen later this is very you know is relevant to their very different approaches to the world and uh ty also kind of cusses out nat and is like and by the way you smell like a wino get your shit together which is like that is a very like 1950s person slang term to use ty (laughs) but of course it's a real sort of like to quote tv tropes jerk has a point moment because like while she's being unnecessarily rude, she is correct that you probably shouldn't be drinking a lot before school. No, I th- mean it's not really a good yeah. one. I mean, we didn't, but... <laughs> <laughs> did we? Yeah, but we, uh, if my dad is listening, we didn't. <laughs> but, like no, I don't think I actually did. But anyway, anyway, yeah, we, we weren't in a soccer team. We weren't in a prestigious soccer team. My God. But anyway, you know... <laughs> I'm
1: sure we established that in the beginning. We have
0: but, extremely oh, established God. that. But yeah, anyway, her saying that reminded me of that bit in Central Sunset of the Spotless Mind where Kate Winslet's character was like, oh, "Why no?" Oh, are you from the nineteen fifties or something? Oh, why no? I, I really wanted Nat to say that, but no. Yeah. But yeah, Shauna, Nat walks away, and Lottie is like, it doesn't seem right. You know, it doesn't feel right, and also walks away. Shauna is cool with the strategy. But I think it's something we see with her. She's perfectly willing to go to the extremes in order to win. So yeah, they're about to have a scrimmage, and we introduced to another teammate by the name of Laura Lee, who is the token extremely religious girl. Which I don't know, I feel like like australia and the uk are much more secular countries than the u.s so we know a lot less devoutly religious people in school than them unless you're in like a rural area or something
1: yeah like you don't really get press ganged into religion you
0: extremely don't see that's 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 the thing about like the the big thing in the u.s of like prayer in public schools it's like well you can pray in public schools yes you can it just can't be led by the teacher you know yeah we can can pray all day if you have like religion classes we did in primary school yeah
1: like honestly
0: they varied generic. it was pretty generic and it, they varied wildly in quality yeah they could either be a fun excuse to bludge or some weird you know creepy mm-hmm. so Laura Lee leads them all in prayer I like Laura Lee even though she's a bit naive and slightly irritating I think she's a good girl she has a good heart so they're playing you know and Ali is still sucking and Ty is like I'm going to switch sides and she is the team person who is, like, checking Ally and, like, opposing her. And she keeps, like, smashing into her and stuff. She's like, this is the game. So it's sort of like a step it up, you know, as the guy in Black Books would say, shape up or ship out.
1: Physical contact is the sport. Which, apparently, it isn't. I mean... Um, My i thought they were supposed to yeah
0: yeah again not an expert but i thought that was more like rugby my my dad is is a soccer tragic and watched a lot of soccer growing up so i absorbed some of the understanding of it thoroughly against my will
1: also a side note isn't it funny that you know when someone's really into sports they're called a tragic (laughs) i think it is actively kind of tragic
0: i mean i'm a you know i'm a lot of things tragic i'm a mass effect and dragon age tragic
1: yeah but that that doesn't seem tragic to me no, because see, i like those
0: things see and that's the thing no, i think it's subjective. just our own subjective look i i'm not a fan of sport personally I, I i like to exercise but i don't really like to exercise in teams but i'm not a big fan of spectator sports but well, that's fine if you are that's cool you know anyway um there's not gonna be a lot of that post we won't have to talk about it much because there's not gonna be a lot of that post this episode Anyway, Ty is being very aggressive to Ali. She kind of steps it up a bit, starts playing better, than, and then Ty's like, finally! And she's about to kick, and then Ty swipes the shit out of her and her leg is completely broken. Oh, yeah, it's, pretty
1: nasty break. It's, it's very
0: nasty. See. You can see the bone, everything. It's horrible. I'm pretty sure this is a red card. And
1: that shit never goes away. You no. Know, rains. you know, 20 years down the track, you're like, yeah, that shit still hurts.
0: Probably, probably. Ugh. Yeah, that sucks for Ali. But yeah, um, I don't really
1: talk about going through metal detectors. That shit never. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I don't really care about this because I don't really care about Ally because she is annoying. Anyway, um, and or she also said a mean thing to Van. So like, yeah, you can basically die. I'm I'm exaggerating, of course.
1: And if um, I remembered more, I'd be like, and she does, but I don't.
0: She she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well. We'll get to that. Shame, right? <laughs> yeah, she 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 does. She's not on the flight for that very reason. But anyway, yeah, and then she's on the ground. She's yelling, it's crying. You hilariously said that is very painful when that happens. Yep, which is funny. And then Misty runs over and tries to bandages like apply pressure, and she's like, "That's funny."
1: That also really hurts when that happens.
0: Yes, like I I I think you were remembering the wrong part of your Red Cross babysitter training there, Missy. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Anyway, and then uh, Ben is like, you know, go and get to the phone in and, and, and his office. is like, you mean Coach Martinez?' Yes, Christ, go! <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. But, like, everybody is mad at Ty in the locker room, and then Natalie's like, great fucking job, sir, And she clearly feels bad. And Laura Lee is like, God works in mysterious ways, and that makes Nat storm out, which... I fair. feel like
1: that's always just a...
0: It's cool. kind of a cop-out, like, yeah. You
1: know, shit happens. God works
0: and in mysterious like- ways or the the one oh I, god no or if it is you know it's not much of a comfort to the person that happens to oh no, it.
1: it's like it's just like everything's entirely random yeah. like it would be if there was no god
0: there I mean. is a i believe there's a quote about that which is that the most horrifying fact of the universe is not that it is hostile but that it is indifferent mm. yeah um oh, oh, the one the one i really hate is everything happens for a reason it's like yeah, but not necessarily a good or comforting reason. Yeah, just
1: the reason of arbitrariness.
0: The reason of is exactly. But hey, listener, do you disagree with this philosophical opinions we are spouting? You know, send us a message. Anyway, anyway, uh, I don't think Ty did anything that wrong. She was a weak component, you had to take her out. The scythe is remorseless, as Johnson from Peep Show would say.
1: That's a great quote.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we cut away from that into present time, and we introduce to Shauna's daughter, Callie she she sucks and i think the reason she annoys shauna so much is because she reminds her of jackie callie is his daughter and she's going out with her boyfriend she was like oh i thought we could hang out which like okay callie sucks but like from every perspective his a teenager, you probably don't want to hang out with your mom you know or mom as they would say so like i kind of get it but like still don't be such a bitch about it anyway 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 we got callie we got uh you know shauna fist bumps callie's boyfriend who she was masturbating over before so that's horrifying yeah, i
1: bet she'd rather fist fuck her.
0: Ah! Yeah. him uh you yeah. know would rather he f- yeah look we get it we get it anyway
1: gender's just a concept really
0: <laughs> quite what a concept but anyway um so callie oh uh, sorry but before callie's boyfriend shows up she's talking with shauna and she's like is dad working late again and she's like yeah he's having a lot of problems with the inventory database," and she's like I'm sorry, mom. So yeah, um, she think they both think that Jeff is cheating on her. Is he? Is he not? We don't know yet. Anyway, uh, cut back into the '96 timeline, and Shauna is in her room, which is a really cool room. It's like in the attic and has like Nirvana posters. No. Yeah, yeah I-, I would love to have that room.
1: That's still cool in the '90s. That's okay. Current it's cool times, now. That's, yeah.
0: Oh, it depends who you are. But yeah. a- any- anyway, they're talking, and Jackie is giving Shauna unsolicited fashion advice, such as. Wear the boob dress, which for people who think that Jackie has some kind of repressed attraction to Shauna, that's some pretty good evidence there.
1: So it'd be fr- pretty funny if she walked out just in a in a in a dress that she'd like made together, like you know, sewn together a bunch of breasts. Ah! Oh,
0: that would be kind
1: for- of like that uh, Lady Gaga dress.
0: Uh, that'd be horrifying and good foreshadowing of like what is about to happen. I was thinking more like a dress with like disembodied boobs just drawn on it oh well (laughs) but but that works too um but yeah anyway and they're talking about that they're like saying it feels weird to go to the party and jackie correctly points out that it's not like not going is going to unfuck ellie's leg and uh you know shauna is annoyed at jackie for telling her what to wear and for telling her that this guy who she finds gross wants to hook up with her she's like i don't want to i don't want to hook up with randy fucking walsh like the character of randy literally every time someone mentions him they say his name like that like randy like they're surprised that he is being mentioned at all <laughs> and anyway yeah jack is like yeah you're probably right about him i once heard, saw him get outsmarted by an escalator and then sean is like i once heard him ask who invented the pope but like that's a stupidly phrased question but it's not actually a stupid question that the position of the pope had to be invented by someone
1: reminds me of that bit in qi where that dude was like koalas invented
0: rice. <laughs> Which in turn reminds me of that bit in the episode of Dari where the guy's like, you're saying he you didn't introduce rice to the Japanese? Teach them how to make sushi? Yeah, yeah and then Jimmy Hendrick said to me, man, I can play the guitar, but you taught me how to make it sing. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, This I, I love that this podcast is turning us into us referencing things other than the show. Yep. You know, it's like you get a bunch of other little podcasts in for the bargain.
1: Oh, it was bound to
0: happen. <laughs> it was. If you know us at all, it was psychotically bound We're to happen. We love a good tangent. Oh, uh, just call us the, the tangent twins. <laughs> anyway, it cuts to a stereotypical wild teen party in the woods. It's like a bit in Brass Eye was like, there's a bloke over there doing a spliff. He's smoking a crack. <laughs> this is a drugs party. He's ingesting a narcotic. Would you look at that? <laughs> Would you look at that? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're doing that, and Nat is there, and her friend Kevin with the Marilyn Manson shirt quite reasonably says, What am I doing here? And then uh, Smart Ass runs over with some LSD and is like, I got us covered, bro. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. That and reminds
1: then... me of that onion thing that was like, Guy in floral print shirt wastes everybody's time <laughs> by not having any narcotics. Me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and then Kevin, as he says this, quite reasonably points out. That was like the least efficient way to say that. And then they're playing the song uh, "Miss World, My Hall," which I like, because she goes, "Somebody kill me."
1: And I'm sure we've already made this point, but ha, Courtney Love. Yeah. What a train wreck.
0: In the eyes of much of the public, more like Courtney hatred. Yeah, well. <laughs> which that would be my drag name. <laughs> you know, I anyway, anyway, Cots. Mildly confusingly to the present, Nat is leaving in a taxi, and she asks the guy in the taxi, how many people upon leaving rehab asked to be driven to a bar? Which Probably a great deal. A great deal is very much the implication of what she was saying, and uh, the guy asks, do you want to be driven to a bar? She's like, no, she's catching a flight. because She wants to see someone. To a bar? <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually. <laughs> All in good time. Yeah, it cuts back to the wild teen party, everybody's doing alky shauna is staring longingly at jackie you know in a way that is like i'm jealous of you but i also want to bang your boyfriend i also maybe kind of want to bang you it's complicated being a teen girl is complicated and then i
1: don't miss being so complicated
0: uh
1: that's a good
0: that's a good quote i don't miss that sounds like something out of like the goldfinch (laughs) I
1: don't think I've seen that, but okay. Don't
0: don't see it. The movie is terrible. The book's quite good. Anyway, anyway. or um, I don't know, like The Haunting of Hill House. Like, I don't think I miss being so complicated. I'm glad that's recorded for posterity. That's a beautiful quote. Anyway, anyway, uh the character of Randy. That that should be a recurring joke whenever we mention him we say his name like that. Like
1: Yeah, why the fuck are we talking about this guy again? Well, yeah.
0: I'm about to tell you, because <laughs> I I know you weren't seriously asking oh. that was a that, that was a jokety joke. That's all right, um, get on with it. <laughs> Yes, get on with it! Yeah, Randy lets out a absolutely magnificent belch and says to Shauna, I dedicate that to you, sexy lady! Which like,
1: she's super in now. No,
0: yeah, like, that's how you get all the ladies. It made me she like him. I was like, man, Randy seems like a cool guy. Anyway, certainly better than those Guidos, not that that's much of a bar.
1: See? Yeah, and again, we're not racist. No!
0: <laughs> I'm glad you specified that. Because <laughs> otherwise somebody might have thought that we, in fact...
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway,
1: not looking forward to reading all that hate.
0: <laughs> I just hope we get mail, you know, hate, yeah, hate non-hate.
1: Males, it's good. it's no, all good. It's all good. bad publicity.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what they said about Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've been this before. makes see. Here's the thing, Jeff, very conventionally attractive dude, quite bad at, quite bad, quite bad at you know sex, apparently, or sex adjacent activities. I think that Randy's the type of guy. Like, he's not—he's not super good looking, but he gets it done. You know, I reckon Randy can get it done. I'm basing that off nothing. I just get it. Mean, most
1: dudes can get it done. It's not, it's like not very it's well. So it's, very, it's not very well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot like what the old snobbish dude uh, chef guy in Ratatouille says, where he's like, "It may be true that anyone can cook, but precious few people can cook well." Which kind of reminds me of, uh, I want to say Terry Eagleton, but that's probably not it. Some literary guy said of Harry Potter, of children reading Harry Potter, they're not reading. Their eyes are going up and down the page, but they're not reading.
1: What are they doing?
0: Well, uh, (laughs) he didn't elaborate on that point. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, enough random tangents. Oh, I say enough tangents as if we've even scratched the surface of the tip of the barrel of tangents.
1: We haven't even scratched the top of the iceberg.
0: Absolutely. Sometimes I feel like my whole life has been a tangent. So yeah, Randy belting at her makes Shauna kind of angry, so it's a straw that breaks the camel's back, so she goes over to Ty and says, I admire it. Have Notice like noticed I only quote someone when they're saying something twatish, when they're saying something reasonable, I just use my regular voice. <laughs> anyway, she's says like, I admire your resilience, Ty. Can't be easy knowing you fucking crippled someone today. And then Ty, quite understandably, doesn't want to engage. He's like, cool, good talk. yeah and she's like just admit you did it on purpose and then she's like you're wasted she's like you're a fucking sociopath and then van and lottie come over van is protective of ty and tries to get shauna to calm down that'll be important later and then uh laura lee natalie also there and uh uh ty says amazingly you know meanly but also amazingly about nat like did you have a bung to hit or dick to suck (laughs)
1: <laughs> that reminds me of that bit in Metal where like Murderface goes up to those ladies at the bar and he's like they're like uh, aren't you the bass player? Shouldn't you be unloading stage equipment or something?
0: <laughs> the funny thing is that like it's the cliche in bands that bass players get all the action, but was that true of murderface? I
1: don't think that is the cliche. I think it goes lead singer, guitarist, and then the bass player has a bunch of cats and shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where does the drummer rank in that?
1: Probably similarly to the bonus player. <laughs> Keyboarders just yeah yeah just stop now. It's not worth it.
0: But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Shauna says in response to that statement, "Don't talk to her that way." And then nat is like, "Oh, fuck off, Shauna. I don't need you to defend me." And then uh, you know, you were fine with the whole freeze her out strategy, and then and then. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, she's talking about Taisa's little pan, and then Laura is like, okay, I seriously don't know what you guys are talking about. What is what we going And then everybody, not everybody, but Ty and Nat and Shauna all yell simultaneously, shut the fuck up, Laura Lee! <laughs> uh, I love Laura Lee, but it is extremely funny. I, I relate to her because I feel like I was the person in the friend group who never got told when something was happening.
1: Yeah. Much less something kind of inappropriate to the point oh. where everybody else just has to explode at you out of nowhere. Just
0: Absolutely. Like, oh, I was doing
1: something wrong, right? I'll just pencil that down in my brain for later.
0: Yep, but I usually didn't.
1: Yeah, no, i mean, anyway.
0: anyway, and then they start, like, fully fighting and, like, trying to slap at each other, and then Jackie comes over and is like, That's it! Yellow Jackets! With me! Oh, I forgot to mention, Randy? That's never getting old. Like, as they were all fighting, was yelling, like,
1: can't fight! Just thanks for putting yeah. out something
0: weird. Randy is a legend. But yeah. Anyway, Jackie makes them all walk away with her and Van, before she goes, gets one last refill, which I love. Yeah, and J- Jackie makes them do a vaguely childish exercise where they stand in a line and then they each take turns to go down the line and say one nice true thing about each other and Ty roasts her by saying, What is this fucking Girl Scout camp? <laughs> which, having never been to Girl Scout camp, I couldn't. I couldn't really say.
1: Yeah, if it's anything like Alison Hannigan said, there's a lot of uh, instrument insertion into vaginas.
0: Yeah, that just... I think that was band camp. Oh, uh, close <laughs> enough. Yeah, close enough. Okay, what I have written in my notes is just Laura Lee is everywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: By which I mean it that she goes down the line and just says to everybody, You are beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. Which is nice, but it's not very personalized to them. So then, you know, Jackie does it, and says nice no things about them. She says that Ty has more fight in her than anyone she knows. She says that Nat is so completely herself and doesn't care what anybody thinks. She says that she admires Laura Lee's faith, and Van just gets, your smile makes me happy every time I see it. That's kind of a crap compliment.
1: Hey, there's worse things you could say. Like <gasps> There are some people that, that, absolutely are. that I hang out with. I'm just like, I envy your optimism about things. Like, yeah. I just wish I could be that enthusiastic about you know anything.
0: Um, am I, uh, Personal question, but am I one of those people? No. Yeah, because you really know me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know what goes on in there. You,
0: you probably more than literally any other person know what goes on in there.
1: Oh, well, some perks to being me, I guess.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, anyway... Okay, I suppose I'm interpreting it in an overly literal way where, like, you could take it more metaphorically as, like, you know, you cheer people up just by being around, mm-hmm. which, you know, Van is very cheery. But, like, yeah, I think that, uh, Jack- spoiler alert, Jackie will be seeing a lot less of Van's smile in the future.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, Sean and Ty have to say something nice to each other and they're a bit awkward around it. And Sean is like, I'm sorry for what I said. And Ty is like, I didn't mean to hurt her. And then in my head, it was just the arrested development narrator saying, she did. <laughs> and then now this is interesting It kind of to what we were just talking about Van Ty, uh, Shauna and Jackie talking to each other best friends you know confronting each other and then Jackie's like are we cool and Shauna's like I don't know you haven't said anything nice about me yet and then uh, and then she says a bunch of stuff she says a bunch of insulting stuff about her like you have a terrible dancer and you can't hold your liquor for shit he's like but you're the only one who's always been there for me You're the best friend I've ever had. You know that, right? Now, that's a nice thing to say, but it's it's not about her. You know what I mean? Like it's about Jackie. It's about her in relation to Jackie. Mm. I don't. It's
1: about like an attribute that she has. (laughs) Exactly. And just more about their friendship.
0: Yes. Yes. Precisely. Precisely. Any. Anyway. Anyway. I think that that's Jackie all over. She's well intentioned, but kind of self centered. I mean, she's a teenager, you know, well, they're all kind of self centered. Yeah. You don't know that hardly. Anyway. Take it all with a grain of salt. Down by the Water, or possibly Down by the River, I can never remember, but by PJ Harvey starts playing as a I badass down song. Down by
1: the Rivers by Neil Young, so you probably mean Down by the Water. Down river. by
0: the Water. Not to be confused by the Decemberist song Down by the Water, that's also good. But yeah, the PJ Harvey was like,
1: i man. swim, no That sounds incredibly creepy. I just got to let you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was very much the intention of the maneuver. And I won't sing any more of that for that reason and because we don't want to get copyright struck. Anyway, Natalie is hallucinating, smart ass, and Kevin's face going all weird. And like, that's pretty much what it is like when you're on LSD. If my dad is listening, I bet.
1: Yeah, he's definitely listening to this.
0: Yeah, if he would, he wouldn't make it that far. He would hit the fingering scene and be like, "I think this is a bit much for me."
1: Yeah, no, I think I'm gonna sign out here, champ.
0: I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna listen to the SBS football podcast and then watch Foil's War. <laughs> yep, I, no
1: solid impression.
0: <laughs> I, I love my dad. I love you, dad. Shout out. Anyway. Uh, so she's having weird hallucinations and anxious tripping Nat is adorable and I just want to give her a hug and tell her that everything's going to be okay.
1: We already get to the tripping scene?
0: Yeah, yeah. We're making good time. Oh. And she and she's tripping. Oh, no, not that tripping scene. Ah, uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, little, little tease there, viewers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll extreme... some
1: stuff coming if we get up to it.
0: Yeah, maybe for that episode we will actually do mushrooms.
1: Oh my god, what a good idea.
0: Disclaimer, if the authorities are listening, we will absolutely not do that.
1: Please do not come to where we are.
0: Yes. Yes. Joke, 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 joke. <laughs> anyway, Nat hallucinates Misty and sees her there, and she seems genuinely anguished by that. But, like, I could totally see Misty, awkward and nerdy girl that she is, going to this party, but being too shy to actually go over and interact with anyone. It's like, was she there? Was she not there? I, I love that little, you know, element of her. That's great. And as. Down by the water is still playing. We get a we get a scene again from the cannibal timeline of figures in various animal masks cutting up the meat that we can assume belongs to poor Pit Girl. And I got to say, even as a vegetarian and a non-cannibal, that meat looks fucking tasty. <laughs> didn't, it, didn't it look nice?
1: I mean, yeah, fried to perfection, man. Yeah,
0: juicy. And like, what messes me up is you get the- that
1: nice char flavor from
0: yeah. the fire. Yeah,
1: got mind sampling a bit now.
0: It's like in Red Dead Redemption 2, You gotta you gotta cook your shit by the fire. Yeah, well, it, it, how else are you gonna cook it? Although, well, yeah, <laughs> I guess you could get some kind of flaming steed.
1: I feel like it's a bit of a waste to set some other larger pieces. No, of I, I was fire.
0: yeah, I was thinking it was some sort of supernatural creature. but It'd be hard to ride. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway,
1: unless you're Nicolas Cage and Ghost Rider. Oh, that movie's awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
0: On our movie podcast that we inevitably spin out of this, we'll have to cover Ghost Rider, because that movie is awesomely terrible. <laughs> we should, we'll should. see how we go. Another, <laughs> another another podcast that I actually had was uh, watching and ranking every Nicolas Cage movie that I was going to call Cage Match.
1: Guys in the comments, sound off. Sound off, sound off,
0: yeah. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, they're eating, they're eating people. It's a brutal scene. It cuts to later. The song stops playing. Jackie... Jeff and Shauna are driving home. Jeff is driving them home. Jackie is being a twat about curfews. She's saying, like, you know, drive me home first. And then Shauna's like, I have a curfew too, you know. But she's like, yeah, you know, it's like the world doesn't revolve around you, Jackie. But she might regret that she chose to do that. Because when she leaves, and they drive off. uh, Plot twist! Shauna and Jeff start banging! Mm -hmm. She's banging her best friend's boyfriend! I wish that the world did revolve
1: around you now, don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, because then that wouldn't happen. Yep. (laughs) quite not a few of the protagonists of reality let's let's be clear jackie is i like jackie she's kind of chode adjacent but she still doesn't deserve that that's pretty horrible yeah yeah and this is is funny like they're about to have sex and sean is like if you come inside me i will raise the baby out of spite and train it to be a killing machine that eventually hunts you down and murders you
1: which you know brutal
0: very brutal and also
1: possible foreshadowing yeah well
0: yeah, anyway.
1: I'd like to watch that spin-off.
0: <laughs> I, I hope we do. Anyway, anyway, um, now this is a line that I really got to call attention to because this is just a a heartbreakingly sad line that is not really, you know, they don't really make a thing about it in the episode, but I just really, it made a big impact on me. Where Shauna says, they're about to the fuck? Tell me you love me. I won't hold you to it, okay? Just say it. That's so fucking sad. She just wants to hear the words. She's given up on somebody actually loving her. She just wants to hear the words.
1: Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, I guess that's pretty sad.
0: I didn't really have anything else, but yeah. No, I <laughs> See, guess anyway, did I. <laughs> we jump to current timeline, shorter. The <laughs> aforementioned rabbit is nibbling at her garden, and she brutally murders it with a shovel. As you do. It was similar to the bit, it was like... You the, the little belly bit where he's like, "You can kill me with a trowel, I'm an owl."
1: It's like that bit in Dog too, where they yes. kill that uh,
0: cat. The cat, the yes, trimmels. the cat is the most dangerous animal there is. Yeah. And then the and then she she smashes her brother's hand with a hammer. and He's like, "A cat with a hammer jumped in through the window and hit him." <laughs> that movie's awesome. If you if you like Yellow Jackets, watch Dogtooth. It is a badass movie. Uh, gotta love Yogos. I love oh. Dude, imagine if your ghost guest directed a Yellow Jackets episode. Oh my god. That would be fucked.
1: Yeah, if anyone in the production team's listening, get him in.
0: <laughs> and you know they are. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, Shauna kills the rabbit. And this is interesting. She bloodies the hand with the rabbit blood. The, the blood shoots up and lands on her hand that has the wedding ring. I think that's important. I think that was a very important. detail. Surely that's detail. important. Yeah, she she goes to a room, opens a safe, which has a bunch of journals and a burner phone in it. She takes the phone from the safe, rings somebody, and simply says, We need to talk. Anyway, we cut to a montage with a cover by Paloma Faith of the song Never Tear Us Apart by NXS, that was in the Director's Cut version of Donnie Darko. Good song. Good yeah, good song. So we are shown the houses of the various yellow jackets, and that is cool. We see Jackie's perfect rich girl house. Uh, Nat lives in a trailer, naturally. Laura Lee, a simple but, you know, perfectly fine room praying to a picture of Jesus. And this is where it gets more interesting. Lottie, the tall, lanky girl, if you're having trouble remembering them, uh, I say that with love as a fellow tall, lanky person, <laughs> is, um, she is in a massive room, alone, kind of being treated like a child, sitting at the edge of the table, given some food and pills by a completely dispassionate nurse, a maid, rather, And these pills I think, for the treatment of schizophrenia. So keep an eye on that. And Van, ooh, this tells you a lot about Van. She has to wake her mum up because she's passed out drunk on the couch, which is sad.
1: Yeah, heavy stuff.
0: Mm, mm. This is how we know that Van has, like, uh, issues with abandonment. Because her mother's wasted, her dad is not in the picture. So she's the sort of person who is the class clown who makes a lot of jokes to cover up a deep sadness within her.
1: That sort of stuff leaves a mark.
0: Yeah. Not that I would know anything about that! Oh, no! <laughs> Neither of us would know anything no, about no, that. No, no, completely.
1: No, 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 no. no completely no.
0: foreign territory. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, yeah, it cuts to Travis and... Tra- oh, uh, we haven't met them yet. It costs to Coach Martinez and his wife and his two sons. He's saying goodbye to his wife, but they clearly don't love each other anymore. Travis is irritated by that fact, and uh, Coach Martinez and his sons get in the car and drive away. And we see Shauna getting her acceptance letter from Brown. Uh, so that's cool. And she packs up and leaves. And they get on the plane. It is revealed that Lottie's dad paid for the plane. Apparently, this is the only way he shows affection because he is a rich bastard. And uh, yeah, you have to imagine that company is getting sued after what happens. And we introduce perfunctorily to two other characters, Mari and Akila. The former making fun of the latter and then says, No, I'm just fucking with you, and then gives her some confectionery called fruit by the foot.
1: Which, you know, doesn't sound very tasty, does it?
0: Mm. I mean, yeah, I just feel like. Like in the US, they hear foot and they think more unit of measurement.
1: Yeah, but still I
0: don't. I, yeah, still by I don't, the way, what's
1: with the yeah. units of measurement? No, plan? yeah.
0: Hey, just going to put the whole nation of the US on blast. You know what other nations use the imperial measuring system? Uh, Myanmar and Liberia. Yeah. That's all.
1: And one of them's phasing it yes, out already. Exactly.
0: Liberia, I believe, is phasing it out. So, the metric system is just better get with the program.
1: Yeah. Imperial's dead. Come
0: on. Exactly. Get
1: with the program.
0: Although, I say that, but, like, I feel like we use, you know, kilos, we use kilometers, we use stuff like that, liters, but we, for height, we just say, like, six foot.
1: Yeah. like I, uh, I was, It is weird. I, like, I was, apart from for height, like, that's about it. And yeah. only in reference to humans. Like, you know, you go to buildings, it's back to meters again. Yeah,
0: back to meters again. You know, like I was, meters. I was talking with my friends from university who are from Singapore, and I said, "They're like, how tall are you?" I was like, "I'm six foot 6 They're like, "I don't know what that means." I'm one ninety seven centimeters to my Singaporean listeners, and then
1: they're like, "Fuck, that's tall." <laughs>
0: Precisely, and I didn't say fuck because they're very wholesome. Gosh. Yeah, Mari Nakila, blah 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 blah. Okay, Jackie's concerned about Shauna because apparently she doesn't do well on flights, so she gives her a valium and says, "I know, I know, I'm basically the best."
1: Which you know. Any friend who gives another friend drugs?
0: <laughs>
1: Great friend.
0: Yeah, you were like, this is really where I started to warm up to Jackie.
1: No strings? Oh, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> if I had a Valium, you'd be the first person i give it to. <laughs> yeah, anyway, cut to modern day. Modern day Ty and Shauna meet in the diner. Shauna shows Ty a postcard with a mysterious symbol on it and says that, you know, this is how someone is threatening us. Shauna resents Ty's political career because she says we're supposed to say out of the public eye. You know, she's like, I saw you on fucking television. She's a bit miffed about her being a politi- political candidate. But then Ty says to Shauna, don't worry. So long as nobody does anything crazy, we have nothing to worry about. And then the the Development narrator said, everybody did something crazy.
1: Yeah, it's politics.
0: <laughs> and the show. Yeah, we cut to Nat getting all her shit out of a storage locker. She meets a, I gotta say, fantastically portrayed creepy man named Dave. He's like, my name's Dave. And she's like, Hi, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Juliet Lewis as Natalie is amazing. Uh, they're all amazing. They're all amazing. A 20 Cypress as a tie is effing spectacular. And then he's all like, you know, the vultures have been circling it for years, you know, but I keep telling them as long as the rent is paid. And then uh, Nat is like, I think it'd be good to reconnect with some old friends. We cut back to the cannibal timeline. Misty is serving the meat to the folk in masks. Note for posterity, including her, there are eight people. Mm. So yeah, we know that Misty participates in the cannibalism. She is the only one whose identity is revealed at this point.
1: And plus, I feel like it should be obvious that she'd be into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, see, that's the thing. Like, from the first frame, they showed Misty. I was like, she's secretly the one who's behind it all. Yeah. Because, like, you haven't seen the show and you wouldn't want to. But in the show, Pretty Little Liars, um, in the first episode, there's this girl who's kind of dorky and awkward that they all make fun of. And it's like she has no reason to be in she's there. It's
1: like you won't be laughing when I'm snacking on your entrail, bitch.
0: <laughs> Beautifully phrased. A similar a similar vibe. Anyway, uh Misty is terrifying. We introduced to Adult Misty, played by Christina Ricci. Which it is one of the biggest leaps of this show to try to make us try to convince us that a character played by Christina Ricci could be considered unattractive.
1: I know, she's pretty hot.
0: She's very beautiful. And yeah, uh, she's a nurse. She's terrifying. Some lady chucks her food on the floor. Whole
1: misery complex. Yep, misery complex, exactly,
0: exactly. And pisses herself.
1: Definitely gets well fleshed out throughout the series. From oh, I remember.
0: No pun intended. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she withhold meds, withholds meds from a disobedient to Aldo, and says, uh, don't fuck with me." And as she's walking out, she says, "Happy Friday, ladies!" And everybody doesn't give a shit. And like, it is just one of the funniest and also like saddest. Recurring gags that show how every other human finds misty personally repellent like everyone yeah it's it's I so sad
1: like I don't feel like I could muster the courage to be you know Absolutely. standoffish to, yeah
0: yeah but that's the thing she only as we'll see going forward, she only really exacts her revenge so far anyway on those who are like within her power she only she only stabs down. Yeah, she, as I was saying, she, she reminds me of the quote from Derry Girls. You will go far in life, but you will not be well liked.
1: It's too bad that we already know there aren't any sort of the terror adjacent plot lines in that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, do you know what I mean by that? You know, I don't want to, to go in and spoil which,
0: another which, series. Which, which plot line specifically? Can you vaguely gesture towards it?
1: Oh, well, you know, sorry listeners, but uh, you know that bit where... um. The Doctor Dude covers himself in poison. Yes, 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 himself, yes, yes. And then yes, they So that they'll and they die, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you know, good. Yeah, thing like the, you, that, know, that bit was badass.
1: Food, you know, since oh, she the food, she could have so totally, good. you know, like, yeah. dosed their meal. I
0: mean, the amount of survivors we know about is less than the than the eight people we see in that scene. So maybe she does.
1: Yeah. Well. Someone. Yeah.
0: We may well see that. Should be anyway,
1: interesting for season
0: two. Back in the back in the past. We see the cultists walk away and it pans up to a beautiful shot of the mountains while an absolutely haunting score plays with, you know, a choir going like, Ah! Except not like that at all. Because that just sounded like the fit in Immigrant Song.
1: Come from the land of the ice and snow!
0: Hey, hey, they're in the land of the ice and snow.
1: That was Led Zap,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badass song. I mean, it would be very out of the time scale because it's in the 70s. Although, although, fun fact, did you know that I heard in an interview with the creators that this show was originally intended to be set the crash in the 70s and the adults in the 90s? Well, like a dazed and confused sort of vibe. That would have been cool.
1: That would have been cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't really have anything else. Hopefully we'll edit out yeah, that but then the pause. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> uh, Arrested, we'll leave it in. Arrested <laughs> Development narrative voice. They didn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, and then the network was like, "Jesus Christ, why the fuck would you go two separate period pieces? That is be going to be going a nightmare to do. Make one of them the modern day, so you don't have to build entire sets." Yeah, well. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, would have been easier. The the it's interspersed with you know nervous journal entries from Shauna. You know, she's reading in the present, adult Sean is reading and remembering, they're like, it's been two weeks, why haven't they rescued us? It's like, you'll be out there for nine months, not 19 months. And then it cuts to the crash, planes crashing, Coach Martinez gets sucked out of a window as he puts an os- oxygen mask on Shauna, which is particularly sad given that at this altitude an, os- an oxygen mask is probably useless. Yeah. Altitude. I'm
1: like, pretty sure they said in Fight Club that the oxygen's just to get you high so that you don't freak out as much or something
0: Quite. I don't know that I necessarily want to take Fight Club as the gospel on that but I'd be inclined to believe it, certainly <laughs> And yeah, Laura Lee is praying, Uh blonde chick falls over in the aisles, not good for her, Shauna looks out the window As the plane crashes, the music mounts It's a terrifying sequence And then the episode ends so yeah, now that now that we've gone through it, uh, how do you feel about the whole episode as a whole?
1: Uh, how am I supposed to feel?
0: <laughs> I can't tell you that. As Bill Bailey would say, only you can answer that question.
1: Well, excited for the next episode.
0: Absolutely. Whenever we record that, it's going to be badass. Yeah. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great intro. Love the characters. Love how it introduces you to the key traits of various people. Like Natalie, it tells you that she takes no shit, but sometimes leaps before she looks, like in throwing the ball at the guy's car. With Ty, it tells her that she does care about her friends, but she will do anything to win, as we can see with Ali's leg, but also that she's not, you know, untroubled by that. And with Shauna, it tells us that she cares deeply about Jackie, but constantly feels like she's in her shadow. And those character traits will very much be played out across the whole season, it just sets everything, it sets all the ducks in a row so well. I do have one point of criticism for this for this pilot. It is that I think they could have had a little more of past Misty. Like I don't have a super huge sense of what she is, you know, but she'll be more in the next episode. So that that's yeah, not I a feel
1: like thing. they'll probably make up for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll my my main my final rating of this episode is a nine out of ten. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, yeah. Did, did you have any more thoughts you want to say?
1: Yeah, well, I feel like I already covered this, but, you know, it's quite rare these days to have a show that's, you know, this well-acted and written. Absolutely. Especially when it stars a bunch of teenagers. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of them are actually in their 20s, but, you know. Well,
1: you know, close enough.
0: Though. They look like teenagers. Like, you know. Yeah. There's so many... Relatively
1: unsung actors See, and everything.
0: what I love about this show is that it's week to week. It doesn't all get released in a big glob. And shows that are written and designed around being released in a big glob are, for the most part, terrible in my opinion, because Mm -hmm. they don't have to keep the audience's attention from week to week, so entire episodes are just boring or meaningless. The whole thing feels like a nine hour movie you know yeah, what I
1: mean and I feel like because I did watch it in a big glob yeah. even though it didn't oh, come yeah, out that yeah. way like I I kind of missed a lot of the subtlety and anticipation oh yeah yeah. so the whole like will they won't they mm, you know, mm. all that sort of thing
0: we'll get more into that as we go to be clear I'm not opposed to watching things in a big glob I'm no, just no, saying it was like,
1: great as well like yeah, yeah. but you know I feel like I did still miss a lot of the subtext and
0: everything so fruitly so yeah um I believe that is us done Uh, Matthew, thank you very much for doing this with me.
1: Uh, Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, thank you for being had. That's all for today, listeners. Be well. And remember, we're not out of the woods yet.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.